Good morning. I recently read about a church that meets on the border uh, and between Tijuana, Mexico and San Diego. They've been meeting for over 10 years, uh, surviving every obstacle that the U.S. Border Patrol has put in their way. And whatever the political challenges of the day might be, when the Border Patrol would only let them stand uh, within 50 feet of the, of the border wall, they took to using their cell phones to conduct their services. And when they no longer were allowed to pass food and drink through the fence, they started doing parallel Eucharists on uh, either side of the border. And when some years ago the chain link fence was replaced with a uh, steel barrier, they began to exchange the peace by putting a finger through the tiny holes in the fence. And now with COVID-19, they have gone on to meet via Zoom and Facebook Live. Extraordinary times call for extraordinary responses. And we too have moved our worship from our church to our homes via the internet and Facebook. It speaks to our need for community and our connection with each other. We stay home, but we keep finding ways to come together, to stay connected, to worship together. During this time of social distancing and keeping apart, we are paradoxically witnessing a rediscovery or a return to the almost lost art of hospitality. Through Zoom, we are welcoming people into our homes with our pets and our children wandering in and out, welcoming others into the messiness of our lives and our homes. We're working on Zoom. Meetings are happening, doctor's appointments, virtual choir rehearsals. Kids are going to school on Zoom and uh, other programs online. People are having dinner with friends via Zoom calls. Extended families are getting together on a regular basis, looking an awful lot like the Brady Bunch. And we are holding our Sunday services along with morning and evening prayer and Compline online. Large numbers of people are joining in and participating. Many attend Trinity on a regular basis and many who do not. The church triumphant via the internet, welcoming the friend and the stranger alike. All are welcome, all are loved. One writer said that his grandmother always told him that the people are the church. The building is just where we meet on Sundays. And his grandmother was absolutely right. The church doors may be closed, but we simply moved our church into our homes, right into the messiness of our lives with the kids and the dogs and the dirty laundry. And it is beautiful. God present right here and right now in your home and in mine. The book of Acts speaks of the beginnings of the church, uh, a wild wind and the imagery of fire. Peter giving a sermon that was so compelling that 3,000 people were baptized all in one fell swoop, all coming together and building a beloved community, a community that was actively forming and changing, but still open to newness and change, 
Day by day, the Lord added to their number, and they praised God. These words are still speaking to us today as we too come together as a worshiping community in new ways. We too are adding to our numbers day by day. Acts tells us about how the Holy Spirit is sweeping through our lives, breathing fresh life everywhere, whether we want it or not, and it's sweeping through our churches even when we aren't ready and when we don't even know where it's taking us, even when we can't see a way that things are being made new. We will return to our church where we will pray and we will sing and break bread together, but not right away. And when we do return, it will be gradual and things might not look the same, but we aren't the same people either. Our lives have been radically changed and we won't be able to go back to where we were before. And we've learned what is essential in our lives, our families and our friends. We've learned that God is still present when we pray and worship online and when we break bread together at home with our families, eating our food with glad and generous hearts. We've learned who is essential and it turned out to be the folks that we pay the least attention to, the grocery store workers, the people who work in warehouses, the healthcare workers, and all the folks who make sure that there is food available for us to eat, and the teachers who had to change almost overnight how they educated our children, and they've done so brilliantly and with incredible love and compassion for their students. I've learned that it's not always a wise thing to trim your own hair. But we've also learned that this pandemic and its impact on our economy is hurting so many people. The food banks are seeing a huge increase in their numbers needing food and they continue and will continue with needing our help with donations of food and money as we are able. And you all have been so very generous in support for both the food programs for our local school, along with ICM Food and Clothing Bank, and for your support of the Cathedral's Benevolence Fund to help folks who are struggling. Because what we really have learned is that we are in this together. Desmond Tutu put it much more elegantly when he said that we are tied together in a single garment of destiny caught in an inescapable network of mutuality. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, where we hear the story of a church's beginnings and the Holy Spirit blowing in transformation and change, both then and now. And of Jesus the Good Shepherd, with the imagery of the shepherd resonating for us in a time such as these, lives of simplicity, sacrifice, and solidarity. Jesus calling us to be the beloved community, just as we are. All loved, just as we are. Even though community looks a little bit different right now. But for today, just for today, our community is right here and right now, welcoming you into my home and you welcoming me into your home.